welcome, goblins and ghouls, to the Spooktober edition, Creature Feature, after the credits. <laughs> we'll break down the goriest and the scariest movies, including our favorite scenes, quotes, trivia, and even our favorite death. <laughs> Stick around to see who lives and who dies. <laughs> Welcome back to the final installment of our Spooktober list of movies. Uh, we spent the whole month talking about horror films, and I wanted to to end this and, and, and climax it with a classic, honestly, pioneering uh, horror film, sla- horror slasher film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, this was this was Joe's choice. Joe is back with us again. Thank you for Hello. still joining us for this That's one. That's a good fucking pick, Joe. It's yeah, a really good pick. It's really movie. good. So yeah, Joe, what are we doing? What are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about Halloween 2007, Rob Zombie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, we're doing Halloween 1978. John Carpenter, yeah. of course, the original, The Shape. Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Um, it's really fucking good. Not only just because it pretty much, as you mentioned, pioneered like a slasher subgenre. Yeah. Um, some people may argue otherwise in some ways, but I mean, what um, would you? What would you? What other one would you? I, this um, came out before Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. It came out before Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare. It came out before mm-hmm. Hellraiser. It came out before. Well, Hellraiser is not a slasher, but I mean, yeah, I mean iconic horror. Like some dudes. people prolific might horror characters say that like Psycho is kind of a slasher in a no, way, but no, no, no. This, so the the reason why I I list this as different than the other ones is the at the the idea of like the this slasher can't be killed. Like yeah. Psycho is just a person, like supernatural mm-hmm. fucking villains. Yeah, it's just right. I I love that about slasher movies. Right. But no, this movie, um, for sure, in my opinion, pioneered the slasher sub mm-hmm. uh, genre. Excuse me. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, what more can really be said about it? Yeah. I I describe this movie as a giant, warm, cozy blanket in the form of in the form of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it. So what I, I I guess what I was saying the is the blanket's uh, clo- covered in blood though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess what I was saying is not only in the way that it's just a pioneer, but it's also super nostalgic for me. Yeah, uh, I yeah. watched this movie countless times growing up, especially in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose to quit trick or treating at a very early age just so that I could like watch in marathon all all the halloween movies mm-hmm. that they played on like amc yeah because every year they play them from like one until like the most recent ones yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i would i i'd rather do that when i was a kid than go get candy awesome yeah cool and when i was young i remember my dad being huge in halloween because i mean when my dad was like a teenager is when halloween was coming out so it was that he was the guy that this movie was directed to sure was 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 you know was geared for and he he got me into it yeah as well as the 
as well as you know Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, you know Chucky stuff, stuff like that. Like these are the movies that my dad got me into. So I also have a special place for Halloween, you know, uh, the original and even the other one because there's some there are some Halloween movies that came out that weren't great. No, of course not. Um, but I will defend those movies if you want to sit here for a few more hours. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for that. But I mean, but you can you can you can agree and see where I'm coming from when I say that there's I I, I can cherry pick the Halloween like the entire Halloween uh, saga and there's maybe four like really, really good ones. And then there's others that are just a a swing, in my opinion, a swing and a miss. I mean, there's one of them that doesn't even have Michael Michael Myers in it. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is a hunk of shit. (laughs) Quick, Quick just note about that is after... The second Halloween movie, um, they wanted to try and make it into like an anthology style Blech. series and yeah. make mm-hmm. it so, oh, these are just like kind of like creep show, but mm-hmm. like more long form creep show style stories. And okay. it, it, it fucking flopped, obviously. Hard, right. yeah. So they were like, you know what? Let's bring back Mike. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then they, they did. And it was it was great. Yeah. Um, one bummer about the Halloween, uh, and it's not the Halloween movies that it's it's a bummer of it. They so they did Freddy versus Jason, right? Mm-hmm. I really think that it would have been much better to have like a Jason versus Jason Michael. versus Mike Myers, yeah. Michael Myers, not Mike Myers. Mike Myers is not the <laughs> yeah, baby, about. yeah, no <laughs> shit. It would have been so much better because those two characters are so similar, like so so similar. That it would have been, I feel like it would have been a much better and more well received movie than Freddy versus Jason. I, I think so. I I don't think so. I think no. if fucking Freddy's. I, he's he's the, a very he, iconic character. Yeah, he's the but he's the comical. I mean, no, who's who's gonna talk? There's gonna be no dialogue. Think about it and from I think a wrestling standpoint. You got to put a heavyweight up against a heavyweight. It'd be yeah, it'd be un- Kru- Undertaker Freddy versus Kruger. Kane. Yeah, Freddy Krueger's not a heavyweight. But I mean, with the I I liked what they did with the movie with Freddy versus Jason dream sequence and. And I like out of a dream. Yeah. I mean, but if you have Michael Myers and Jason, no one's going to be doing any talking <laughs> with some of the best parts about Freddy versus Jason. Freddy's were, were Freddy's dialogue to Jason. That's Agreed. true. Um, but it would have been cool. I think what would have made that movie Freddy versus Jason fucking just like fucking mint would mm-hmm. be having Michael have some sort of a cameo. True. Even if it was a tease, like at the end of the movie, like. You know, and now they face the champion. And yeah. then it, even if it never fucking happened, that'd be okay. Just that cameo, I think, would have been cool. And I've got some stuff in my trivia that is a whole, like, what could have been because they had it planned and they were going to do it and canceled it. And, you know, what was uh, what, what was supposed to be done. It, believe it or not, there was supposed to be um, a mention, not a cameo, but a mention to whoever the winner between Freddie and Jason was yeah. going to be. Yeah, because that wasn't... That didn't, there was no winner. No, right. It, it ended, yeah, it ended completely point. in a complete draw, which is what sucks about versus movies recently, like Kong vs. Godzilla, Alien yep. vs. Predator. There's yeah, no winner. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So they don't want to. They're too afraid to face backlash from audiences. I was going to say they're too. They're too fucking two entities that have a very strong following, and it's the reason why they do it. And if you have one come out better than the other, <laughs> you're gonna, it's going to cause riots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, like we said before, let's I, we'll just dive into it. Uh, like I said before, the release date of this film was October twenty seventh, nineteen seventy eight. Um, movies that came out around that time, which is cool because they they literally released it three days before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and another good thing with the Halloween uh, 
franchises, they usually do that. Mm-hmm. That's usually how that works out. Yeah. Um, was there anything? I mean, <laughs> and, and this is kind of crazy, uh, but uh, I spit on your grave. Oh, we were um, just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we were crazy. talking about that outside. That came out at the same um, time. I mean, at to, to kind of date the movie, um, I mean, Cheech and Chong up in smoke in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, uh, the cat from outer space. Oh Fuck, I haven't Christ. thought about that movie in forever. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, enough said that's yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't much that came out uh, around this time that it was at least right. a competitor Jaws with. Two. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I mean, it's farly or vastly inferior right. but to we, Jaws. But I mean, we already, I mean, we already explained that. I mean, this Halloween is like the first of movie yeah. of its horror genre. Pioneer. Yeah. So, the budget for this movie, and which, and I want to go into this, making it very well known that this was an independent film. This yep. was not a big budget movie. This was not really. This was not heavily backed by a by a by a big studio or anything like that. John Carpenter. Like this. John huh. Carpenter was like, "I'm doing this," and it was his passion project. Yep, and and that, I think that's something that like plays well for all the movies that we discussed in this month, um, except for maybe Shaun of the Dead. Um, but all the movies that we've discussed this month, most of them are are passion projects for the director. Um, that that made him. So this is no exception. Um, the budget for this movie was three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. It was that's nothing. That is that is nothing for for a movie. Um, and it's a kick ass movie. Well, I mean, for so three hundred and twenty grand grossed in U S. and Canada is forty seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. So three hundred twenty five seven uh, three <laughs> what three hundred twenty five thousand dollar budget, and it grossed forty seven million dollars. Like. If there's ever a turnaround uh, that paid off, you know, vastly, it's it's this. Um, yeah, gross sure. worldwide was about fifty three million. So I mean, it made you've a lot of know that money. John Carpenter was like, I told you it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, the casting really helped with it. Um, and when I say casting, I mean like, well, I guess yeah. There's a few, um, there's a few people in it that are really that are casted really well. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think the entire cast is almost perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, and th- there's some there's some stuff that I have that talk about like the the just how it played out, kind of worked out perfectly. Where there was some casting that was supposed to be different that just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So, um, the tagline for this is "He came home, he came home. for Halloween." A um, quote, a direct quote from uh, Donald Pleasant's Doctor mm-hmm. Loomis. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I lo- lo- Loomis's character, best character. Amazing. I'll just get that out of the way. Doctor Loomis is. A champion in this entire series. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the synopsis is 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois, to kill again. As we talked about before, uh, John Carpenter is the director, uh, director of The Thing. Um, they live and Big Trouble in Little China. All great um, movies. All good movies. He's a, he's a fantastic, fantastic director for sure. Um, for... The cast here, we have Jamie Lee Curtis uh, as Lori, uh, her first film. Or the daughter of the original Scream Queen. In Psycho, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember her name. Janet Lee. Janet Lee, yep, yep. So Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Janet Lee's daughter, the reason she was casted in this film was because of who her mother was. Um, and then Donald Pleasance uh, as Loomis. If you want to get into... Rest in peace. Yeah, RIP. Uh, if you want to get into more characters those were really the only two noteworthy ones just because almost every halloween movie has a different michael myers playing him so mm-hmm. um if is there Nick any other soul in this one yeah yep is there any other characters you want other than other than the guy playing um you know yeah. i mean not really i guess um laurie's friends or jamie lee curtis's friends are all just kind of filler 
filler characters. There's Tommy Doyle, the the kid who does come back as a one of Paul Rudd's uh, actor uh, debut actor movies. He plays a an older Tommy Doyle in oh, really? a later Halloween movie. Oh. The Curse of Michael Myers, Halloween 6. I haven't seen that in a long Garbage time. movie. Um, yeah. It introduces a very weird like cult that is what spawned Michael. Um, oh, okay. I when that's not the case at all. It, but yeah. But yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, just those two. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Yeah, that, I, I think that's really it. So um, why don't we hop into quotes? I want the quotes. You can't handle the quotes. Here's our favorite quote from this week's movie. I got a couple. Uh, this this movie kind of lends itself to not having a lot of dialogue along the lines of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not. Michael. Michael doesn't talk. The heavy breathing is just a quote on its own, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. When he's in the car yeah, yeah. and he's choking the girl in the red car. The car windows are fogged the up because wind- he, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was breathing. Yeah, and, and you can just hear him in the mask. It's just a silent kill of him just breathing and choking this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's absolutely crazy. So for one of the quotes I have is from Dr. Loomis. It's uh, to the sheriff. Um, it's just death has come to your little town, sheriff. Um, basically yeah. letting him know that like, hey, this dude's going to come and just start killing everyone. So. Beware. Um, another one I've got is Lori is uh, talking to Loomis, and I, I believe this was after uh, Loomis saves her from Michael. Um, but she goes, it was the boogeyman. He's like, as a matter of fact, it was. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think one of the cool things about Loomis is how like he knows what's about to happen this entire time, and yeah. he's just so like chill <laughs> about all of it. It's like, oh yeah, that's this is what he's gonna do next. Yeah, he's gonna show Every up here. Every good yeah, slasher he's go has a great, place. crazy character, and Loomis plays that character. And, and <laughs> Loomis has been played by other actors throughout the throughout yeah. the. And, and I think that one of the reasons why I enjoyed the the uh, Rob Zombie version of Halloween was because of who they casted to play. Because of Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, because of who they casted to play Loomis. Like he he did a, a yeah. fantastic job. He's a he's a fun, uh, noteworthy horror actor. Um, yeah, and started in uh, Clockwork Orange, Clockwork right? Orange. Yep, as the main character. In Clockwork Probably the Orange, best yeah. role I've seen him in, personally. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I would agree. But, but yeah, like, uh, Loomis is is kind of a staple. Uh, like next to Michael Myers is a staple for the Halloween films. Like if you don't I have him in it, you don't have a Halloween film. <laughs> right. I yeah. think um, Donald Pleasance was in it until the fifth movie. And he was very hardly in it in the fifth movie because I think he, he was, was old sick. and sick. Yep. And that was right around the time he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other the only other one I have is uh, Loomis is I believe he's just kind of talking to himself, um, but he's talking about Michael and he's like, you fooled them, haven't you? Or no, sorry. He's, you fooled them, haven't you, Michael? But not me. And he's, he literally traces mm-hmm. all of his steps and, and 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 literally saves the day temporarily. Saves right. the day, uh, you know, by by shooting Michael at the end. So, um, do you have any other lines? I mean, Loomis just has literally the best lines in this movie. He has such a bu- he has a bunch of one liners that are just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, personally, I really like when him and the sheriff are in the house, um, and there's a dead dog, <laughs> and <laughs> Loomis is like, he got hungry, <laughs> and um, uh, the sheriff L- was like, the, the, like. 
talking about the fact that he literally ate a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sheriff is like, what kind of man would do such a thing? And Loomis is like, this is no man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, so, and, and, the lines and I, I think I, I, I don't remember if I texted you about it or if I, yeah, I think I texted you about it when we were talking about kind of the movies and everything. And I'm like, God damn, these 70 movies or 70s movies are so, so yeah. cringy. It's <laughs> like these, these one liners, like ones that you would see in like Rambo and, and stuff yeah. like that. These goofy ass one liners right. that at the time are really impactful. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you fucking said that. Oh my God, it's crazy. And now right. it's like you watch and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you have them fooled, haven't you, Michael? But right. not me. <laughs> another another one of those almost borderline cheesy. And this is, I think, it's in the beginning of the movie when mm-hmm. they're transporting Michael. Um, and then uh, what's the, 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 the new security officer? Like, she's only done minimum security before at this point. Marion um, Chambers, I think is her yeah, name. Yeah, Marion. That's right. Um, and she, she goes, what or uh, what's his name? Um, Loomis says, um, what did I give him um, when we take up to the front of the judge? Or no, she the Marion oh, yeah, says, yeah. What what do I give him when we take him up in front of the judge? And he goes, Thorazine. And then she goes, like, he'll be able you can barely be able to sit up. And he goes, Yeah, that's the idea. Like that's the whole point. We're like, we're just doing this because it's due process. Get him in front of the judge and get then him go and throw him right back into jail. And yeah. in that car ride, he's he's referring to Michael as it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. I mean, and that's what I'm through through the whole series. Loomis, I mean, yeah. he doesn't see him as a human being. Because he's, he's not. He's, he's an monster. entity. He is like Satan. Mm-hmm. I um, guess to, to to mention another great quote, which I didn't have written down, but when Loomis is describing his experience with Michael as a kid, he's like, mm-hmm. I saw a boy with the darkest eyes and yep. no soul. I, I mean, that's just a really good, like, yeah, sentiment. really sets the scene. Yeah. yeah. It makes you realize how demented and how messed up this tri- from from childhood to, to adulthood that this that Michael Myers is. Right. The um, other the last the last quote that I had was uh, was the sheriff. I thought it was pretty funny because the sheriff is talking to Loomis and he goes, all right, I'll I'll, I'll stay with you tonight. Just in the off chance that. That you, that you are right that there is a you know a serial killer running around, um, but if you are right, damn you for letting him go. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't let Loomis like forget the fact that like this <laughs> you is your up. fucking fault, <laughs> yeah. you mm-hmm. asshole. Right. right. For sure. And then another another like back and forth between the the two of them um, is the whole like just to let like to let him know how severe and how crazy this is is like and i you might be able to know the quote a little better than i do but it's he's talking to him and the 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 sheriff is loomis is talking to the sheriff and the sheriff's like well i'll let my deputies know about you know to keep an eye out for him or whatever and do you know the line that it that it's something along the lines like uh if you uh if you tell if you give him a description all they'll see is him it's like it's like if you if you give him a description of a guy walking around in a white mask, all they're gonna see is guys walking around in a white mask. It's gonna be a massacre. That's yeah, true. He's, he's basically just telling him to like let him know let if they low. see something funny right. or if they get a disturbance mm-hmm. notice of some sort. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, let's let's get into the scenes because there's a lot of really cool scenes in this movie. Say hello to our favorite scene. And now, our favorite scene. And for this one, since this is a special movie, I have my favorite scenes, and then I also have my the, the scariest scene, because this movie still scares me. It is. It's still, it's still, it's it makes me jump and, and, and freaks me out, for sure. So, um, one of my favorite scenes is, uh, it's early on in the movie, uh, Lori gets to her house, she goes up in her room, she looks out her window, and you just see... <laughs> 
It's still like it still fucks with me. You see yeah. just Michael standing behind the flowing laundry and just staring up at her. Yeah. And then it cuts back it cuts back to her and she goes back to the look out the window or whatever and he's gone. No, okay. I want to mention something about this scene. In my notes I write, Michael has superpowers because Lori does not break her stare from the nope. window. She is looking out the window the entire time and Michael's just gone. That happens a couple times. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 it, it, does, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and they're, they're, so because I, I told you how cringy this movie was and you're like, you're like, don't you dare shit on this movie. <laughs> don't you dare talk about this movie in a bad way. And I'm like, like, OK, but like. There's there's issues. <laughs> there <laughs> like, there's are. problems with this movie that I want to bring up at but some it's point. So good. It, it is. It's fantastic. And again, it's it's at the time. This I mean, not we're also done. talking about the same kind of guy that you like burn him alive. You shoot him. You put a bullet in between his head. That's and the then thing, he man. and then he does the Michael Myers like lay down like a plank and then just Stand sits up. up like just does a straight the ninety degree angle. So yeah. let's 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 finish these scenes and then we'll get into that before we get into like uh, any of the other yeah. stuff because I I, I want to know what I, your guys' opinions on that is because it's yeah. fucking ridiculous. So I think um, do you do you want to go? You you got no, one. Go ahead. You got if you got one. Go ahead. So I because I don't have too many favorite scenes. This is like my is clear winner is um after and it has a lot to do with my favorite death part of the of the movie too um but it's when the 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 two teenagers are doing the hanky panky mm-hmm. um the boyfriend leaves yeah. goes and gets killed yep michael myers puts on a bed sheet with his glasses on yep. and comes back and he's just right. fucking standing there one of the best <laughs> things and, and yeah. she and like the 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 girl laying in bed like post sex like sheets up you know, past her. Not even, you know, dude. She's just completely topless. Like is everything she topless? Out. Yeah. So until, she's, okay. until he starts That's creeping right. around. Until and, then starts creeping and then she pulls herself up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So she's just hanging out like, oh, hey, you trickster, you. And like, and you know who the fuck it is. Like, you know, it's not the boyfriend. Right. Well, because you and, just saw him get literally impaled. Right. Yeah. And stuck to a wall. Um, And Best that part kill. is just yeah. fucking, it's unnerving as shit because he's not doing a goddamn thing. Nope. And that's that's what I love about mm-hmm. Halloween is you know you don't have to fucking run you don't have to fucking like pop up out of nowhere. There's not crazy I theatrics mean, with it. I mean movies like this and then also with Jason too they do it. But mm-hmm. but I mean Halloween I mean they do it m- most predominantly where you see Michael Myers just off somewhere almost like a Where's Waldo. Yep. And then the second your yeah, fucking eye catches him <laughs> like your fucking heart like goes da 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 and then. Uh, scares the shit out of you you can watch this movie during the day and it almost might fuck with you more he's called the shape for a reason yeah because you literally have to look for him in the background to see if he's just standing there right that's what makes all you see is a silhouette yeah that's what makes these movies so beautiful is like if you're not paying attention you're not watching it it's not going to be as impactful for you if you have it on the background but if you're watching it and like viewing this movie mm-hmm. and looking around you're like oh fuck why is he standing in that window there like yeah. that, like you, the camera's not focusing on him right the yeah camera's put the phones down the, put yeah. the phones down for this movie and watch this film yeah yeah, yeah. for sure but um, yeah I, what i was saying is you can watch this movie in the day and i feel like it might be more impactful because then you start fucking seeing shit yeah like mm-hmm. it'll fuck with you for sure um another scene that i have and then i'll get to my scary the scariest scene i have um the other scene is michael waiting in the red car um it makes it still makes me jump i know it's coming every time i know it's coming and i swear to god they pace it differently every time I, they put it on tv <laughs> but it's like it's like okay he's gonna uh, now 
now. Fuck, he's not. Boom, and then he jumps and scares yeah. the shit out of me. Um, but he, you know, with that the scene where he's waiting in the car for the girl and he and he chokes her, death kills her. Mm-hmm. That movie that or that scene is 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 fantastic. Um, the scariest scene, my my favorite, um, and most the, the the one that still fucks with me, is Lori goes upstairs and she is like, everywhere she turns, she's seeing another one of her friends dead. And yep. then she yes. ba- she backs up yep. against the wall and she's like crying and she's breaking down and everything, and, and he just dude goosebumps right now. And mm-hmm. then you 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 just out of the corner of the black doorway you just see he his just mask come into view. Yeah, yeah. Emer- like parts of the white face start emerging. I was I was gonna like, say what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh you my say, god. You say you say like favorite scary scene and that's Beautiful that that shot. was the one I was gonna pick. Amazing. It's I so mean, artfully it's it's so artful and well done that it's just it, it's 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 so perfect for this movie. Um, and that's that's that is a uh, similar to like the here's Johnny scene in mm-hmm. The Shining. Like that's a that's a well known scene in is, historic you know horror films. Is that the same shot? Like that same like the 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 parts of his face emerging? Isn't that the cover of one of the movies or like the DVD? It might be a lot of them because the whole the whole basis of these movies are this guy hides in the shadows. Yeah, and so so like there's there are some covers and movie covers and DVD covers for these movies that it's literally like just a part of Michael in the shadows that you see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say one of my favorite scenes um, is definitely around that area. Just mainly the scene where probably the, like one of the best chase scene, like sequences in any slasher yeah. emerges, Lori and Michael and, uh, like she finds herself in the, the closet. Oh, okay, that, okay. I love that scene. He just breaks through the closet and is just waving his knife just mm-hmm. aimlessly in there trying to get her. And yeah, that's just an iconic scene. Well, for that sure. and then like the whole, like when she, when she, he finds, she finds all of her friends dead and she gets out of the house and she runs across the street. The whole idea of the fact, well, first off, she goes to a neighbor's house and they won't, they ignore her. They won't yeah. open the door. They won't help her. Uh, so she goes back to the house of the kid that she's babysitting and the whole aspect of the fact that she is running her ass off to get away from this killer and he's just casually walking at a slow pace after her and is still like catching up to her and still like ganging up or, you know, catching up to her to, to kill her. And she's, you know, absolutely terrified by the fact that this guy's not even running at her to kill her. He's just like slowly walking across the street and not trying to you know, be elusive or, or quick or anything. And the the suspense that that builds when you're waiting for the kid to come down and unlock the door is mm-hmm. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. And that's suspense up the ass. And, and that that rears its ugly fucking head throughout all these goddamn movies with with the Halloween franchise. And it, it, it doesn't get old. Yeah, it, it, just, it just doesn't. It, it ages really fucking well. Well, and this is it, I can hear I can hear my my parents yelling at the TV. Like when I was watching this, like, hurry the fuck up, kid. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> She's going to get stabbed. <laughs> yep, dude. It's it. it and, and for your parents, these this they probably saw this movie when, when it they came were out, children, when they were younger. Yeah. When it I'm, came out, our elderly audience <laughs> is going to get so pissed off. Don't worry. We don't. I, I, I checked the statistics. We don't have very many old people that listen to the show. So um, shout out to the old people that listen to the, all five of you. Um, my neighbor is one of them. Okay, Let's shout out to Dylan's neighbor, the the old guy that watches this, show, <laughs> that listens to this. I apologize, um, but you're old. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've got. I, I guess uh, I, from there we got we got the scenes out of the way. I do want to talk about the absurdity of this film. Um, t- two things that I really want to touch on. One one quick thing I wanted to mention before you go into that was one one other scene that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. was. Um, 
and and this is the reason that I like Rob Zombie's part of the Halloween is I love origin type stories, and and the 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 quick bits that we got for Michael's origin, yeah, where it was like the the point of view of him killing his sister. Um, okay, I mean that uh, the idea that I mean you're you're a fucking ch- child mm-hmm. and you're stabbing the fuck out, and it's not quick. It's not like one stab and then the scene's over. No, it's stabbing, <laughs> stabbing, stabbing. I mean it's it's fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. And also something you get with um, I don't I don't know if you get it with any any horror movies these days, um, but lots of boobs. And then, dude, that was the staples of seventies and eighties horror movies and well, slasher films in general. Think, you got Nightmare on Elm Street was titties galore. Uh, I like boobs. That and was introduced yeah. by Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I think we can just yeah, yeah. But I mean, this movie came out before that. Yeah, and there's one set of oh, I guess there's two. No, there's like three or four. There's lots of there's lots of boobies you've here. Op- you've got the opening scene. You have Linda, you you've have got sister. Yeah, you got the opening scene with with his sister. You've got. Uh, when the girl's in the kitchen and spills uh, spills whatever she's making the mac and cheese or whatever she spills it on her, she just gets naked in the kitchen. Well, you don't and see changes. them. I mean, she, her back is turned to the camera. And then you, when he's choking her in the in the in the car, yeah, boobies. Yep. Um, you we should we should have had a segment like how titties. many boobies on yeah. this episode right. of After the Credits. <laughs> we we could have done it for for all of the movies except for Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, there's boobies in The Shining. There is, yeah. yeah. And there's not the best boobies, but boobies regardless. Yep, and then same <laughs> same with same with uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and, yeah. and this. So, But, it, it, I mean, that's kind of a staple for horror movies. They want to push the envelope as far as they can and having nudity in the in the movie is part I of I think that. I know why I like horror movies now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, and, and then you've got the scene at the end when, they're, when she's in bed and Michael comes in. There's like four or five scenes. Um, but I digress. Um, that's enough of boob talk. <laughs> it's, it's never enough of boob talk. Um, so <laughs> you got me all hot and bothered. I don't even remember what fucking part we were at. Um, let's um, talk about. He was the, talking about like the Rob Zombie. Yeah. So it, well, so the 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 opening scene where it's it's shot through like the 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 holes of the mask. Mm-hmm. Is is yep. super is super cool, super prolific, and then uh, it, something that like Rob Zombie did with his, with his you basically know, made a whole movie out of just that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and the like the because he takes it to another level though. I mean, he's got where he like murders his dad with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. um, stabs his you know his well, no he slits his dad's throat. In the yeah, that's Rob right. Zombie watching movie. TV, he slips his he like duct tapes him or something like that to his chair. And then he Who is it that throat. he beats? Oh, it's his sister then he beats with it, or his mom. Yeah, he does beat the fuck out of someone with a baseball. Well, I, I remember his sister's like screwing her boyfriend, and then he kills the boyfriend. And then he, yeah, he brings a knife into the sister's room, stabs her. I mm-hmm. think he beats the mom. It's probably his mom. Yeah. But like the, the different takes on how, how that went down and what made him, you know, right. lose his, well, made, I made think, him be the monster that he is. Right. And I can't be alone that that was my favorite part of John Carpenter's Halloween was that being my favorite part? The opening scene? Yeah, the, yeah that no, opening scene. That because that, I mean, that's literally, that's what Rob Zombie, he's like, I like this part. I'm going to do a whole movie out of this. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's you're absolutely right. And, I, and I'm a sucker for origin stories, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... The one I'd, thing I, I will kind of give appreciation toward the Rob Zombie movie for is giving us a little bit more of a look into... Michael's light, mm-hmm. so he's mental life in the mental institution, yeah. or yeah. mental institution. Right, that that fifteen years, of yeah. in between. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so what I wanted to get into next was to talk about the absurdity of some of the shit that happens in this movie. So, and maybe you'll be able to answer this, answer some of these for me. So, just because I don't know, why can't he die? Why can't Michael die? Because they gotta make more movies. <laughs> I'll take this one for you. I mean, it, it, they allude to it. I mean, they I because he's not a man. When I cut that out, yeah, they they don't allude to it. No, but they, what made him that? No, way? they say it like this isn't a human. Yeah, like he is, he is the devil. He is the boogeyman. I mean, there is no soul in him. You can't kill something, you know, that that's been dead yeah. since they were however old okay. he was in the beginning of the movie. Okay. I just don't know what like. I, I just think it's it's meant to be. I mean, he's we've talked about that these characters are like supernatural in a way, right? Yeah, but like usually I don't think you get something that makes Freddy Krueger. You get that he dies in 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 the fire, you know, after ha- you know dealing right. with and he's all a dream. the he's kid a stuff. He's nightmare it's just guy. it's yeah. just Michael's thing. You got you've got Jason who was killed and and uh, disfigured and formed, and then comes basically back to haunt haunt yeah. fucking uh, Crystal Camp Crystal Lake. Like right. like what what makes Michael Myers invincible to death? I just don't, I don't, because like through, throughout the entire, like they, there's nothing at the beginning that's like, okay, this is what happened to this child to snap, to, mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, start committing these atrocious acts. Like, and then, and then they just talk about like, oh yeah, he was in a mental institution. Oh yeah. He, he grew up. Yeah. He, he broke out and now he's killing more people. Oh, but wait, you can't kill right. him. Right. I mean, just, specific- I just don't, I don't know. Specifically about this movie. And I'd have to rewatch some of the other ones to, to know for sure, to actually have an argument. Um, but in 1978, Halloween, is there anything real, like really, that would have killed him? I mean, he shoots him in the chest. Well, and if we're only counting what's considered canon at this point, mm-hmm. being shot, um, as Donald Pleasance likes to exclaim in the second movie six times, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, not not like nothing really would have caused him to die. I mean, you can... Like, he could have survived you that. Can but, but I, I, it, right. The argument is that he could have survived that, but canon-wise, he's he gets shot in the head. That's not canon anymore. What do you mean? Anything after the first movie is not canon up until the one that came out, like, three years ago. Didn't Carpenter do, like, two, He only three? did the first two movies. But really? Then, but he did... He, well, uncredited, did Season of the Witch. Oh, well... Really? I'm just saying, uh, he... He did the first two. The second movie was done. He was basically forced to do the second movie, so okay. he made it as just kind of like dipshitty as possible. Okay. Um, <laughs> and when it was reintroduced by David Gordon Green um, with this 2018 movie, he basically said on the record that the second movie and anything after the second movie not is not canon. Okay. Okay then. So yeah, then I so then with the newer movies that like the the new one with uh Jamie Lee Curtis then mm-hmm. like he he could have definitely survived a house fire. So I get right. I guess then he's okay. Okay. Yeah, that, so yeah, that was kind of my one of my qualms. Uh the other one is But yeah, that, and that's the one thing that they never like they never come out and say. If they if they came no. out and they were like, "Hey, Guess what? He's like possessed. this guy, this guy is, is, yeah, like this, this, like he is supernatural AF, and and that's why we can't kill him. And then and then base something off of that, like fuck, we can't kill him. How are we, like, how are we gonna, how are we gonna not die? Mm-hmm. But they don't. And and a lot of the movies are this, you know, 
rinse and repeat like oh guy's gonna kill us and then like, that's why someone takes him out of commission until mm-hmm. next halloween right that's why a lot of the other ones have such shitty like critic reviews because yeah. he somehow lives through being shot in the head mm-hmm. through um Burnt alive, being ran over with a car, car right just almost drowning in a lake right just so i think yeah. i think your argument's very valid and then comes mm-hmm. back and does the same shit he did in the last right movie. right um, so there's that, and then the other thing, and these are really my only two qualms with them, and so I wanted to get them out of the way, because literally the rest of these, this film and the, the franchise, is, I love. Um, how the fuck did he learn to drive a car? He that was... I thought the same thing. He was, he, I thought the same thing. He was at the age of... What, what was the age that he, he was, was when he killed his eight? sister? He, he was yeah. eight years old. He, he was, was like taken to a mental, mental institution at the years. age of eight, escaped at the age of what? Tw- Probably 20. 20? Yeah. Drives a car around like a fucking expert. Like, who, where did he? So the argument that I've I've seen for it, the only argument that I've mm-hmm. seen for it, is that when Loomis takes him back and forth to his appointments and stuff in the back of the car, he studies it. He watches him. He watches how he drives. It's not explained. Yeah. It's one of those like little mini plot holes. But it's that like, just how the fuck did this kid but who also, hasn't seen the light of day also, learn how to drive? Is it a car? really that fucking hard to drive? I, and and this is coming from a person who drive. Like, I don't think about driving. I just fucking do it. Yeah. But I mean, is it really that? That tough? I mean, do remember the first time that you sat behind the steering wheel? Like, yeah. A, it's terrifying. And B, like, like the, just working the fucking gas. Like, how did he know that, that D meant fucking drive? How did he know that There's that a, is what put it in the They mentioned that in the movie, too. Like, um, the, like he does Lu- say, like, Lewis's how did he, colleague is like, he's like, he doesn't even know how to drive. What do you mean? He's like, he was doing very well last night. Maybe someone gave him lessons. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it just does I don't... <laughs> He's supposed to be like Loomis is supposed to be so about this guy and know everything about him and the ins and outs, but conveniently forgot to mention that this dude can fucking operate a motor vehicle. <laughs> like, so, but those, I mean, uh, other than those two goofy ass plot holes, like I, this movie is flawless, is is amazing. So, um, I just had to get that out of the way. But um, so the kill count for this movie, kill count time. What do you think is the number? Um, I'm gonna say like twelve. Okay. Okay. Just guessing without running through them all in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, right around it's it's got to be right around twenty, right? Michael Myers for the, just this film. Yeah. Five. Well, now now I change five. Five. Well, you have the sister. Mm-hmm. You have the friends. All the friends. All the friends. You have the truck driver. The tow truck driver. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, unless you count the dogs. Unless you count the two no, dogs. you don't count the dogs. Right. Which Poor they dogs. Had, I had to fucking watch him kill a dog, God damn it. Um, But yeah, I, so... That's crazy. Five I, kills. Yeah. The lowest out of any movie that we have... Uh, that we have... Done a death count for? Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. And I mean... He's kind of... He's kind of... No, I guess, like but but I guess he doesn't actively go out and kill just whoever the fuck he wants to. He has a mm-hmm. target. He does later. He knows well, <laughs> right? But in this movie, I mean, yeah. he has one target. He has one person he wants to kill. Right. Any uh, anyone else that he kills, it's he kills for. Right. He because kills they're because in the they're in yeah. the fucking way of getting to that one person. Right. Yep. So. So yeah, I just thought it was it was like such a low kill count is is kind of crazy. So for something that pioneers an entire genre where uh, kills slasher yeah, films, the first one only has five point. people. That's yep. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's cool. Yeah, it's crazy. The goriest, the scariest, the most satisfying, 
Here's our favorite death. <laughs> um, so my favorite, my favorite death, and I'm pretty sure you guys will probably agree with me, is is the boyfriend who gets Bob, st- Bob who gets stabbed and stuck to the wall with a knife. That's in his your chest. favorite death. Mm-hmm. It's the best yeah. death. Yeah, he literally pins him to the wall with a just yeah. a butcher's knife. It's mm-hmm. crazy, absolutely. So it's it's between that and the death in the in the car where he just strangles her to death, where his his face is like right next to her, and he's just. Then breaks her breathing and, and then just her throat or something. Yep, stabs yeah. her or whatever the hell. Yeah, that was that's what I had for my favorite death too. The I car. mean, um, is what was his name? Bob. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when I mean, because even even the fucking like like holding his throat and just holding him up there. I mean, that you got you have to it be strong to do that. And then super, and then super strong. And then the the fucking iconic like head Myers tilt. head tilt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like that. That's just fucking. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a, so yeah, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement with that one. So yeah, Bob, best kill for sure. Ranking time. Um, we'll let Joe go first because this is his hundred percent five stars. Ten out of ten for five. Well, five out of five for your ten out of ten for my ranking. Yeah, really. Okay. Literally, this movie is perfect. It checks and checks all the boxes checks for you. Every box I have mm-hmm. for a a perfect movie in its genre. I guess yeah. we'll say. Um. Yeah, I mean, For sure. it's. I mean, there's a reason why you chose. Yeah, <laughs> why you chose right. this one to, to review. I it. watch this movie probably like five, six times a year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like you said before. It's very very well done, and it's it's a trend. It's a it's a trailblazer for yeah. For it's this. a trendsetter yeah. for sure. For sure. I what? would probably give this movie like a seven point seven seven point yeah. six. <laughs> I mean, high high seven for me. I mean. I mean, they they could have been done more with uh, with character and world building. Um, yeah. But I mean, knowing now that it was like it was a it was a pet project, and it wasn't like, hey, Mister John Carpenter, here's millions of dollars and go <laughs> fucking do it. I mean, knowing right. that the guy was like, That's hey, what can the I second r- movie was right? Yeah, and then and it, it ruined it. Yeah, yeah. So okay, and it, I mean, What's for me, it'd probably be. Six point five to seven out of ten. Um, oh, it's scary. It's still scary. It's it still freaks me out. Um, the main reason I gave it a little bit of a lower score than than maybe what it deserved is is because seventies movies are just super fucking cringy. Um, they are. I gave it a I gave it a little bit of a higher score because it's the first time. It's like a first. It's like the first like slasher film, like classic. Mm-hmm. It's a classic horror slasher film, and it also it's one of my favorite like like horror movie characters is Michael Myers. So, um, so yeah, 6.57, maybe 7.5, you know, given that it's, it's something that I literally watch every year, you know, around this time, this time of year. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's not really much I could change about it other than like the simple plot holes. But even if I right. found out how he drove a car, it's not going to really add much or take, <laughs> a, take much <laughs> away from it for right. me. Or, or if I found out how he was immortal, it wouldn't really change much of how I feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, I mean, some solid 6.5, 7, 7.5 out of 10. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the soundtrack is just amazing. Written by John Carpenter himself and literally played on like a keyboard. And that's mm-hmm. it. Um, so then to, to add to that, um, this movie was screened and showed to one of the execs uh, at, at the at the movie studio that that went through, you know, funding it and everything. Mm-hmm. It was it was screened to one of them without the music. Um, and wow. they're like, we're not funding this anymore. We're getting rid of this. 
and he's like, let me, he's like, let me, let me put some music to it and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> he puts <laughs> the music to it and shows it to him and he's like, he's like, you're good. We're, it's it's lit. Let's do this. That's fucking awesome. Not it's yeah. lit like it's awesome. Like he, it's green lit. Let's that's lit, bro. That's lit, fam. <laughs> no, he's, he's like, this is this is fantastic. You're that's, you're green lit. Let's 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 do this. That's crazy. Simple it because was right. probably low, it low cost. Well, and even when it's so Tyler and I were talking um a, a few months ago about doing Spooktober and mm-hmm. doing it a full month, like four full episodes. Um, a whole month for just like horror type movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyler asked me to like redo the intro just for it. And immediately I was like, what, what, I mean, how do you do that? I mean, I can't write, I can't write a horror riff. I mean, for people to know like, oh, that's a spooky riff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I know how to play, you know, the, the, the Michael Myers theme song. It's the most and universally known horror film, like music, right? like uh, that there is. I, I'm hoping to God I don't get sued for it. But and listeners I mean, will probably have already heard it by now. It, right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so it, well, it, but the it, music itself basically is another fucking character in this movie. Yeah. Like the, the, yep. there's there's times where the music gets me to jump more than anything else in this film. Right. Like it, it and that's what that's what makes this. Uh, that's that's what adds to the genius of Carpenter mm-hmm. is that the music was his baby. It was his child. He's the one that did all the music for this movie. And without the music, this movie would have not probably even existed. Yeah. I, w- I mean, that's a that's a I want to do this now. I want to get like one of those small Bluetooth speakers, play the song and like hide that speaker just to scare the fuck out of people. Oh, dude, it's because it's that, scary. that music is is fucking haunting. It is. It really is. Sure. Um, another thing that I thought was fun is that they were playing the original thing on yeah. the TV when yeah. they were watching. Directed was by like foreshadowing. John yeah. Like you can tell John Carpenter probably wanted to do that for a long time before yeah. he ever actually did it. Mm-hmm. And I think John Carpenter's The Thing is one of the best horror movies ever. It's really good. Um, it's definitely not like on I've my never top. seen the original. But the John Carpenter's the thing is I've never seen the original. It has something to do with aliens more. Yeah, and John John Carpenter's is a lot more like, uh, like monster creature creature feature type yeah. thing. Um, but it's just so good. It really is. And uh, you know Carpenter's style of directing is is and we talked about it with Stanley Kubrick. We st- talked about it with Rob Zombie. His style of directing is is unlike any other. It's mm-hmm. it's different from any other. And one thing that I respect about him is this dude isn't stuck to a genre. Yeah, he's done his horror stuff, but he did he's done comedy movies. He's done he Big Trouble Little drama China. movie. Like he's he's done a lot of shit that is just different than everything that he's done. They he's live been successful. isn't a horror movie, but it's just a funny it's like <laughs> it's more satirical, thriller like yeah, thriller. Satirical. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, he's 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 got a lot. He's got his hands in a lot of different genres and a lot of different things that he's done, and he's he's been successful with all of them. Um, fantastic director. Yeah, he's probably up there to be one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was what I mean. What was your is this your favorite Halloween movie out of out of the Halloween the Halloween genre? Then like the Michael Myers or not genre? I'm sorry, out of the out of the the Halloween uh, uh, series. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. This is. Is there another one that you rank like somewhat similar to it? Of all time. Oh really? Holy yeah. shit! Is this, is there another Halloween film that like uh, like uh, Michael Myers film that you rank similar to it or, or you, that you like kind of similar to to this one? Um. I honestly just love... Oh, the Rob like Zombie one. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly just love like all the Halloween movies as they are. Yeah. I think that 
I mean, there's some issues with like H2O and Halloween Resurrection with Busta Rhymes and Tyra <laughs> Banks as like main characters. We got to get cool rapper guys in the I Halloween know. movies Duh. to make them cool. H2O and Resurrection were literally in that era that we mentioned previously mm-hmm. about right. like just shitty scream ripoff movies. And that's, the what, 90s. And that's what these yeah. movies were. Exactly. Yeah. LL Cool J was in H2O, right? Well, he, he yeah. For a quick second, yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. he was killed, but right. he was just like a security guard at the college or the school. So bad, mm-hmm. but um, but then that one also had Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. I don't, I I'm dating myself in the movie now, but I really I I liked H two O. I think I saw that one in was Joseph theaters. Gordon Levitt in that one? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah, I think so. Who was he? A kid that died. Oh, and similar to Johnny Depp. In I know that. Uh, I can't remember the actor's that. name, but. Uh, Laurie Strode's son in H2O was some like teenage heartthrob actor. I can't oh, remember really? his name. Josh Hartnett, I think. Josh yeah. Hartnett's in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in another t- shitty teen slasher, the, right. the the faculty. I don't know if you guys ever saw. Fucking that. love the faculty. Do you really? Don't fucking groan at me, Tyler. <laughs> 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 uh, it, it, it was just in that era, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean. I don't like the uh, the the mask in in, in H two O though. I'm really glad no, that they the, didn't do the what mask changes every movie. It does, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which it should. I mean, I, the I, most recent one that's going to be coming out looks fucking great. Yeah, and yep. the mask looks fantastic. And it, it when you throw Jamie Lee because she was the main driving force behind doing the most recent one, and then the one or the the 2018 one, and then the one that's coming out, you know, here in the next like week, literally next week. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also available for streaming same day as well mm-hmm. for free. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's crazy. Um, so well, you guys know what we'll be watching. Yeah, no shit. I will be for sure. I, the day it comes out, I'll be watching I, that. I will be seeing it in theaters. Oh, nice. Okay, well, I have I, to see. I don't know. Halloween this. movies in theaters are just and it just only increases the experience. Mm-hmm. Horror movies in general, because you get the reaction of an entire audience yeah. compared to you just sitting at home watching it. And, I, and I just don't well, like spending especially money. with Michael Myers <laughs> because we're talking about he's a silhouette he's the shape yeah you know being in a, in a dark a movie theater? dark isolated yep. room yeah. where you're literally forced to feel like just the creepiness of it's always fucking cold but to the same <laughs> but to the same but to counter that though like i feel like it would be just as impactful watching it alone at home in a house where sure. you know where in a dark room yeah like mm-hmm. just as terrifying you yep know? absolutely but yeah so you know the, the the masks do change, and you know it it is what it is. I'm I'm just glad that they didn't go the route of like Jason and have him like go into space and shit. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just really glad that they didn't send him to New York hey, City to when kill. something gets to like nine ten movies, you gotta go to space. You gotta right. yeah, you gotta do like, the Fast and the Furious. So you got the, whenever you get to that point, I guess there's the sky's not the limit. I mean, <laughs> nope, it is not. So yeah. Um, so let's, Hey, Jason X. X was yes. Jason X is a decent movie. I dude. One of the coolest deaths in a horror movie was him sticking that girl's head in the in dry, the, in the like liquid nitrogen, yeah. pulling it out and smashing I it love that, that on the counter. That was fucking crazy. I just don't like how they had like the, the like serrated crazy machete with like holes in it and there stuff. There are worse yeah. Jason movies if we're going to talk about that. You're you're right. You're right. Jason goes to New York. Ma- yeah. Jason in Manhattan. Jason in Manhattan. Jason that's takes Manhattan yeah. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Trash. Um, but I mean, so that's what gives though that 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 series uh, kind of it tarnishes it, it from from the great movies that that were you know 
that were before those. Mm-hmm. With Halloween, they do a really good. I mean, say what you will about the third one, but they do a really good job of at least being consistent mm-hmm. with the product that they're putting out and not tarnishing the name of Michael Myers and the name of the Halloween. I think franchise. that's what they did after they saw the like how the audience took the third movie, like the you know how it was received and things like that. They're they like, wanted hey, to let's go like, back to the just, drawing board here. Yeah, let's just go back to the beginning, but. I mean, the fourth and fifth movie feature just like this weird, like kid who is. They introduce her as like like Michael Myers is a niece or something right. like that. Yeah, she, I don't know. I I mean, I'm not a fan of the story. Are you but talking that's about the new ones? No, 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 no. no. The, the mid mid eighties oh, okay. yeah, ones, yeah. early nineties ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. I think her name is Jamie, which is weird because Janie, or yeah. But it's anyway, Janie. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, those movies' plots are pretty crap, but those yeah. are those are other movies I just really grew up watching every year right. and have appreciation for on their own. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I, I just love the entire franchise. I mean, yeah. say, say what you will about Rob Zombies. I definitely have my issues with them. Um, the first one definitely did some good and mm-hmm. some bad. Uh, the second one was literally just a shot-for-shot shot remake besides some weird thing with Well, that wife. was something... Well, we talked about this before. He when didn't you, want to do the second right, one. Right, and yeah. when you said that John Carpenter was kind of like forced to do the second one... Oh, that makes was, that, was that the case with Rob Zombie's? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. no, the, they the were, studio they were like, like they were like, forced oh, this them. Was like, six, you have the, to do this. The first one, because it was a passion, another passion project for him because he was a huge fan of Halloween. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'll do one. And then afterwards, the studio was like, you have to do another one. And he's like... Like I, I don't know. Right. No, it's I mean, gonna ruin and, it. And I don't think so he he's was like, like you guys want me to do this. I'm, I'm gonna give you the biggest piece of shit that I can possibly. Right. Have. I'm a little I don't afraid for this for this new one coming out. Really? It looks fucking. Great. It looks good, but I just the fact famously that Halloween two sequels have always just <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the You're fact that it's right. Carpenter. The, the fact that it's also Jamie Lee Curtis the in it, and yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, too. but so that but there's a difference though, in my opinion, is where he didn't want to do like this. The, the the second one that's coming out now, this and the next one that's going to be coming out are three planned ones that were planned from day one, from day one okay. of starting the like the, a, the, okay. the the you know of carrying on the story. They want to make so it's the original and these next two like a trilogy. They want to end it with a trilogy like and an end it the right trilogy. way. Like cuz apparently and I don't I don't know how they'll do it or if they're going to do it, but it's from what Jamie Lee Curtis has said is like she wants the third one to end in the death of Michael Myers so that this cannot be done again. So that this movie is done right. They'll and do it either way. They, they, you'll end up seeing it. Our, our kids will end up getting a, a Halloween movie. <laughs> um, my kids, our kids, will end up getting a Halloween movie. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, the, I think that's the difference. Is like Carpenter wants to do this and signed on to do it with Jamie Lee Curtis. And the main driving aspect of it was Jamie Lee Curtis saying, like, hey, this needs to be done. I think this is something that we should do. And that's going to be really well received. returning as Michael and even yep. the, the last one that just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the difference. So th- that's why I'm not as worried about it, or as worried about the second one. I think it's gonna be. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be pretty good. So. I mean, literally the trailer. You could do a kill count on the trailer. Like oh, there dude. was like ten kills in just the trailer. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It. it the and everyone knew. Everyone knew at the end of the first one. Like, oh, the house is burnt down on him. He's nope. not dead. Nope. Nope. He's gonna. He's going to survive that. Not for one second that I think he was dead. At the no, end of that movie. no. If you did, you don't know the genre, <laughs> you, or you don't know the you don't know the series, you don't know the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, we, we've covered quite a bit with uh, with this movie. Let's go ahead and hop into the trivia. Do you have anything on your end? You got some tidbits? I do. Uh, only really a few, honestly. But, okay. I mean, you mentioned a $320,000 budget. Yeah. Um, it's an indie film, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we already talked about how the entire score music was written by John Carpenter himself on mm-hmm. just a keyboard. And yeah. literally was like the lowest budget score you could probably get in a movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I just read it only took him four days to come up with that. Mm-hmm. Really? It, the score? Yeah. Really? Musical fucking genius. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it took me like weeks to write one song. <laughs> Very talented guy. Um, we, met, we just mentioned Nick Castle, who was the body of Michael Myers. There are some scenes where you can kind of see his face where it's played by different younger people because Nick Castle's kind of an older guy. Yeah. Um, but he made $25 a day being Michael Myers. Yeah, dude. In the original movie, twenty five dollars a day. Yeah. A day. I have s- I have some stuff about that. Yeah, I would too. I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, I'll give you twenty five dollars to let me be Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, this was a gamble. They didn't know if right. this was yeah. going to be something that was going to be prolific they and afford to pay someone a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Especially someone whose face wasn't even on screen. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, do you have any other ones? One last one. Um, just that the point of view of the child Michael Myers we get in the beginning was executive producer uh deborah hill yep. the point of view like the hand stabbing yeah well and and her hand reaching down and grabbing, and grabbing it's, it's a female hand and another thing that they mentioned is you can see that it was that it was a female because the nails are like varnished and pretty like pretty and shiny and stuff they're not like painted yeah but they're 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 well manicured nails and that's what yeah so they said they wanted a childlike small skinny hand Right, an arm, and that's what you get with reaching who, out. Who is she? Deb? Who? Deborah Hill, I think, is her name. She's an executive producer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, cool, cool, interesting shit. Hey, Tyler, let's do your trivia. Okay. From a budget of three hundred thousand for the film that we talked about, um, the gross being forty-seven million in the box office in two thousand eight, takings from this movie would have been equivalent to one hundred and fifty million dollars, making Halloween one of the most successful independent films of all time. Yep. So that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, John Carpenter considered the hiring of Jamie Lee Curtis as the ultimate tribute to Alfred Hitchcock, who had given her mother Janet Lee. Legendary status in Psycho. During the same period, Universal Studio producers and director Richard Franklin were trying to enroll Jamie Lee in the new production of Psycho 2. So have her, the daughter of the mm-hmm. original woman in Psycho, play play the, the sequel. Um, so of all the female leads, all the girls are supposed to be in high school. Only Jamie Lee Curtis was actually a teenager at the time of shooting this. Yep. They were really? all older. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I didn't couldn't know tell. Jamie was that young. Very, it was, it's so crazy wow. to see her in that. Our original, I mean, probably the original final girl in any movie. She's yep. like the queen of mm-hmm. final girls. Scream, yeah. scream queen status, for sure. Um, so the crew had chosen two masks for Michael Myers to decide on. Uh, the first was Don Post, uh, Emmett Kelly. It's a smiling clown mask that they put fuzzy red hair on. Uh, this was an homage to how he killed his sister with the clown costume and the clown mask on. They tested it out, and it appeared too demented and too creepy. 
so they decided against it. The other mask was the 1975 Captain James T. Kirk mask yes. that was purchased from... William uh, Shatner. Yeah, it was purchased for about a dollar. Mm-hmm. They spent about a dollar on the most iconic horror mo- movie mask of all time. Yeah. Um, it had the eyebrows and sideburns ripped off. The face was painted fresh. And turned inside it out, was painted right? fi- No, they just painted the, oh. the, the, the... They painted it fish belly white is what they call it. Um, and the hair spray painted brown. Um, and the eyes were opened up a bit more. They tested out the Kirk mask, and the crew decided it was much more creepy because it was emotionless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that that became the the Michael Myers mask that we know today. Um, now I'm curious. Do you think William Shatner gets any uh, like under the table royalties or anything? No. no. And, and at first, he absolutely hated the fact that they used it. Hated it. Well, I would be too. As I would yeah, be. You I'm can't like, even fuck tell yeah. It's him. You really can't unless you unless you like see the mask on its own, the original mask on its mm-hmm. own. You can kind of see a bit of the facial features, but like you said, they ripped off the sideburns, took off yeah, the you eyebrows, can't, you can't tell that it's widened the Shatter. eyes, and painted no. it white, like with brown hair. So just completely. I mean, different that's probably the probably the most popular trivia about right. Halloween yeah. is that, but like mm-hmm. you would not know just by looking at if him you that, that it was him. Yeah, for sure. Um, so John Carpenter's intent with the character of Michael Myers was that the audience should never be able to relate to him, which he succeeded. You can't <laughs> it, 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 by calling him it the entire time and, and, and treating mm-hmm. it like really? he's not a human. And the world's most like well-known serial killers don't even compare to Michael Myers. One hundred percent. Yep. Um, John Carpenter approached Peter Cushing of Star Wars fame um, mm-hmm. and Christopher Lee, Lord of the Rings, uh, to play the role of Dr. Sam Loomis. Um, it was eventually played by Donald also, Pleasance. Oh, Christopher Lee also Star Wars too, though. Yeah, yeah, late late Star Wars. Yeah, Duke for sure. Yeah, Count Dooku. As much as you don't like the prequels, nope, um, at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, so I guess both of Star Wars fame. Um, the the better aspect being the Lord of the Rings. But uh, the the uh, eventually the role was played by uh, Donald Pleasance, but both turned down turned it down due to the low pay. Uh, Christopher Lee later said that it was the biggest mistake he's ever made in his career. I don't. I don't think I could imagine Christopher Lee as as Loomis. No, no, I I can't. I, I, it, but then again, when we got Loomis, there was nothing to base it off of. So True. if it was started as Christopher Lee, then we would know Christopher Lee as Loomis. But I just love how batshit crazy he gets throughout this whole series, and how mm-hmm. calm he yeah. is with all of it. Like, it's like, but right, he starts as a super calm. Just like I guess he does progress person. to be a fucking maniac. <laughs> in the second movie, you're just like, okay, he's going full force. <laughs> this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> he gets so fucking crazy. You think he's gonna start murdering right, people for exactly. not listening to what like to saying. how serious he is about someone murdering someone. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it, it's kind of crazy to think of what it might have been. Um. So the story is based on uh, an experience John Carpenter had in college, touring a psychiatric hospital. Carpenter met a child who stared at him with a look of evil. And nothing in his eyes, and it terrified him. Wow. Um, that was kind of a direct quote from him. But yeah, that's kind of crazy. The opening point of view sequence took two days to film, which after talking about The Shining and how <laughs> there was like a, the blood scene took like a year to fully complete. It doesn't really seem like much, but this was literally like maybe what, a, a, a one, two minute scene where, you know, it, and it took two days to go through the process of filming it, um, which they... You know, they had put uh, with with the camera that they used. They used some trickery and stuff to make it look like it was looking through the eyes of the mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was it was really creative and it was really cool. But apparently, it took a while to film it. Um, this was Jamie Lee Curtis's first feature film. She was paid reportedly eight thousand dollars for her efforts. 
That is that nothing is nothing today. That is pennies today for what the people get for for starring in movies. For what she literally has done as well. Also for the horror genre and for that series, like well, I mean, but you've got to think about it. But I'm sure she's it. got royalties and stuff coming well, out the ass I mean, to her. Right. So if I mean, if I if I go buy this on iTunes or if I if I you know start signing up for AM, AMC Plus, um, I I mean she's going to be getting some of that. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I, I mean, uh, movies like this, it's a gamble. I mean, it is. and 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 it's almost like it, it's almost like when I say gamble, I mean like jackpot. Mm-hmm. And, and and luckily they did it. I mean, I wonder how many how many people like John Carpenter make a movie. And that's what I was going to say. Is that and I mean, in making eight thousand dollars. And if it doesn't make it, As that sounds teenager. reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. And what what I think people don't realize is how many other people and how many other movies like this are made every single year with a budget even lower, mm-hmm. and the, it, it's a gamble on whether it's going to hit cult status. Every every not every year, every day, movies like this are made, and people are taking a gamble on whether or not it's going to be it's going to be the next big horror movie or big, big blockbuster, whatever, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it works out. Most of the times it doesn't. Um, so the movie that Tommy and Lori are watching, Tommy, the, the boy that Lori is babysitting are watching is, uh, in the house is the thing from another world. John Carpenter went on to direct the thing in 1982. We talked about that a mm-hmm. little bit earlier. Yep. So we touched on this a little bit before. Um, but the fact that Michael Myers could drive a car despite having been committed to an asylum at the age of six inspired many guffaws. Uh, the first movie novelization came up with a simple but effective explanation. When Dr. Loomis drives Michael to sanity hearings over the years, Michael simply watched very closely and carefully as Dr. Loomis operated the car. Remember, even if Michael sat in the back seat, there was a screen of bulletproof glass uh, partition. Uh, Michael could still look over uh, do- the doctor's shoulders without Loomis realizing the significance. Alternatively, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, 1995, provides a retrospective explanation to this question. Huh. So Joe was right. Yep. Sure was making you look stupid, things. You're so <laughs> fucking stupid, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know how you could be such an idiot. I'm so sorry. Um, in spite of her scream queen status, Jamie Lee Curtis admitted, I loathe horror movies. I didn't like to be, I don't like to be surprised and I don't like to be scared. Um... And I put after this, haha, she's gone on to the, be the main driving force of the new Halloween films and their success is solely on her shoulders. Um, so as much as she hates horror films and, and, and not and being scared and not liking to be surprised mm-hmm. and stuff, she uh, done a lot of horror stuff. So <laughs> let's see. Jamie Lee Curtis has played Laurie Stroud in films released over six decades, six different decades from the 70s to the 2020s. Uh, this film, uh, Halloween 2, uh, this film, Halloween 2. Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Halloween Resurrection. Halloween in 2018. And then Halloween Kills in 2021. Absolutely insane. Her entire career could be, you know, could be described with, with the Halloween the Halloween films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this was fo- voted the fifth scariest film of all time by Entertainment Weekly, uh, which makes sense. Jamie Lee Curtis didn't see herself as the repressed virgin and was surprised when she was found out that she was one of the three or she was cast as the one, uh, one of the three girls that she was actually playing. She notes that she would have probably been better suited as the smart aleck one of the group. <laughs> um, so who knows what her career would have done if she would have been killed off in this movie. Right. You know, it, yeah. it, 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 it probably wouldn't have done shit for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert England of the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, film series revealed in an interview 
that John Carpenter had him throw bags of dead leaves on set for one day. Throwing bags of leaves around on, on set. I'm probably just I'm I'm guessing he was probably just scattering leaves on set to make it <laughs> to look, make it look like it was make fall, it look like it was fall. I think it was filmed in the summer. It was. Yep, absolutely. Um so I thought that was funny. Two of the most prolific horror characters of all time. Um the actor of one of them was helping out on set for <laughs> the original. So um the number one Halloween selling mask or the one number one selling Halloween mask of all time is uh Michael Myers mask. Number two is Freddy Krueger. Number three, can you guess? I would think that Freddy Krueger's or Jason's would be above Freddy Krueger's. So, so number one is Halloween. Number two is Freddy Krueger. Number three is Jason. Is Scream the Scream mask? Oh, the yeah. ghost face mask. Yeah, for sure. And then number four is Jason. Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker. Oh wow! Jason isn't even up there. The hockey it's mask isn't even up there. It's such a. I, I was Jason twice for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, like, I I was Jason once for Halloween, and I didn't dive much deeper to see like the top ten or anything. I'm sure it would be up there. I would think it would just, be number yeah. two. I right, you would think I've so. I've never seen anyone with a Freddy Krueger mask. I used to have one. I used to have one. Here's 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 the what was the what was the list titled? The number one selling Halloween masks of all time. Because you don't buy a Jason mask, you just buy a hockey mask. I well, don't know. Jays I don't know how they. I don't so know the metrics know of the. Of so the Friday the Thirteenth so. Halloween mask is a little bit different than than a than a traditional hockey mask. It's got the it's got the red arrows on it. It's also most of them have a, like they have like a little crack or arrows or the actual mask. They they have a like a latex mask that comes with it that shows like his bald deformed like back of his head and stuff. You think people are but buying that, could, or do you I think didn't. they're buying the two dollar? I walked out the, and I bought the two dollar glow in the dark fucking. That's what I did. Hockey mask. <laughs> I went out and I bought the two dollar glow in the dark hockey mask. But and Jason's mask changes in pretty much every movie as well. Yeah. True. Yep. True. Potato sack head. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I got two more. Um, so Jamie Lee Curtis said in an interview that William Shatner was initially not happy with his likeness being used uh, as the mask for the demonic and hideous serial killer. She has also said that Mike Myers, the comedian Canadian, uh, or the Canadian comedian, that was worded weird, uh, from SNL who was behind Wayne's World, as well as the Austin Powers franchise, is not happy that there's a serial killer who has the same name as he does. <laughs> I'm sure he's not. <laughs> yeah, right. They should have um, made him. Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, could you imagine short little Mike Myers like <laughs> just bouncing like, around? <laughs> just like scoobopping over there. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> it would have been ridiculous. Um, the last thing I got is, uh, can you guess how much John Carpenter uh, was paid, originally paid for this film? What? For, so wait, he got, paid, he got paid he to do a passion project. Yep, he did. And That's cool. So can you guess how much he got paid for it? Um... And I don't know how much directors make, like versus like actors, actresses. Well, you think so the directors make more money. than the actors? They do. Really? They yeah. Do. Yes. For sure. So I mean, if so, if Jamie Lee got paid eight grand, I would say probably Carpenter would have gotten paid maybe like fifteen, twenty. Okay. I have no fucking Frame idea. Of reference for it. Um, you're you're close. He got paid ten. Okay. He got paid ten grand to write, direct, score, um, and uh, also uh, advertise the film on his own. Which he are all separate jobs in today's movie industry. Separate, who all get paid probably very high hundreds paying, of grand. Yes, separate, very high paying, and very time consuming jobs. Um, so, so yeah. Um, just goes to show how this is. This was an independent film. Most independent filmmakers don't get paid. Period. Yeah. When it comes to the movies that a they make. Project. Yeah. 
I did find find one um, because we were talking about boobs. Um, <laughs> oh, the website Mr. Skin. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yes. Basically, just any any nudity in in any movie. Um, this guy, Mr. Skin, it puts it on his website. He'll tell you what time um, in the movie it's at. Right, yeah, yeah, like timestamp it, it for you. Um, so Mr. Skin posted the top 10 horror series with the most female nude scenes on. I bet and wrong turn movies are on there for sure. Probably, yeah. Um, but this was uh, is dated October 2020. Um, the 13th has got to Hallow- be up there. Yeah, yeah. Halloween has uh, 14 um, scenes. Yes. Okay. Throughout um, the whole series? Um, no, it's got to be way more than that for the whole series. Well, um, it, wasn't, there w- it wasn't 14 in the first movie, though. Right. No, th- this, is, this was Mr. Mister Skin posted the top 10 horror series with the most um, female nude scenes oh, on so October it is the 2020. Oh, okay. Um, Halloween has 14. Okay, so Halloween as the series has 14, and most of those are from the two Rob Zombie remakes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Th- you just, yeah, so that makes makes total sense. What other ones? Um, so, Amptyville. Amptyville has nine. Really? Um, yeah. And then Silent Night, Deadly Night also has 14, the same amount as Halloween. Um, and then Piranha has 16. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Hostel. Hostel has the that same amount sense. as Halloween 14. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to go. They, they don't have these posted in order. Hmm. Um, which one did you say, Joe? Wrong turn. Wrong turn. Okay, so wrong turn would be next. I That's think that like the 17. Sixth. I think Holy the sixth shit. wrong turn movie is literally a softcore porn movie. Just, just yeah. the porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know they had six. And then uh, the next one, um, at 24, we have Hellraiser. Really? Um, has 24 yeah. different nude scenes uh, throughout the whole series. Holy hell. Um, I've only seen the first one, but and I want to watch the, the first three at least. Right. Those are all Clive Barker. Yeah, but th- it, does, it's, it does similar to what Halloween does with number two. Um, oh, really? it, it, it drops off hard. And oh, it I gets know. It's so I've fucking heard, obscure and weird. I've heard like the third or fourth, the fourth or fifth movies are just... <laughs> So bad, so bad. So then, uh, double than that, um, we have at forty-nine oh uh, nude scenes throughout the series is Friday the Thirteenth. That doesn't surprise me. Which makes sense. I mean, that's the whole premise of that: killing is, campers who are having sex with yep, each other. Exactly. And then uh, I'm not familiar with this series too much, um, but uh, witchcraft has a whopping total of seventy-seven. Never heard of it. Jesus Christ. Mm, I've like never heard of witchcraft before. But it's, like, like, it's like they sign on for that movie and they're just I'm like, yeah, so you're on set. Take your clothes off. I'm going to be uh, checking that series yeah, out. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> sounds it sounds awful. It's literally like 80% of it is just nude scenes. You yeah. might as well go watch porn. Right. No shit. So, yeah, I mean, I think that does it for, sp- I mean, not just this episode, but for Spooktober as a whole. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about, you know, these themed months. There's there's ones that I that I plan on doing that I want to do down the line. Um sorry you're not getting Christmas. Christmas movie sucks. Uh what? Christmas movies suck. Dude. Dude. Let us know what you think of the themed month, uh, and if you'd like to see that done more. Also we'd love to hear your suggestions. Hit us up uh wherever you find your podcasts and uh I'm sure my boy Dylan, right after I get done talking, he'll tell you how to reach out to us and find us too. Um yeah, um wanna Huge shout out to Joe. Thanks so much for joining us for this. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was dude. fun. Yeah, it was a good time for sure. And yeah, I'm sure you'll be back in the future. Maybe you can be our horror guy. Maybe we have some 
I'll Look, come back anytime you want me. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> Glad to have you. I so have a lot of free time. Perfect. Well, we all do. We don't got none of us have shit going on. Except for Dylan. Dylan Dylan's actually a working man. He does stuff. Hey. hey. Shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. So thanks again for joining us in the dungeon point one point five. One point one point five. Whatever. Thanks a lot. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. You all survived to the end. Thank you for sticking around. We have had a lot of fun doing these episodes and truly hope you had fun as well. Slide over to our Facebook and let us know what you think at afterthecredits.tv. You'll also see a slick new logo created by Whitney with black label designs. Make sure to share the episode so your mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, and even your old neighbor across the street can hear what exciting new movies we have coming up next. Visit anchor.fm forward slash after the credits TJ and leave us a message. We'd love to put it on an upcoming episode. Be safe and make sure to have more treats than tricks. We love you more than Michael loves his sister. That's a wrap.